here we are yet again starting yet another podcast hello everyone my name is zakia ringold and we're going to give this podcasting thing one more try i've had the 5 a.m to 9 or 10 p.m mompreneur podcast i've had the soap talk live podcast and now you are listening to the by zakia podcast we are actually driving in my car because this is the only time i can actually just kind of give my thoughts and keep it going and not overthink it too much so the reason that we are doing this is my business or entrepreneurship savvy has grown quite a bit over the years i'm going to give you a little bit of a backstory and tell you what to expect from this podcast and why now now is the time that i am going to go ahead and release it and then see where it goes so if you are brand new to me my name is zakia ringold and i am the owner of natural soap by zakia.com livesoapschool.com and virtual experience design.com you notice they all have .com on there because all of my businesses were started online as a dot-com and I didn't know much about starting a business I kind of fell into it by accident and in this last iteration during COVID during the pandemic during the lockdown I had an opportunity to really sit and think about what it was that has been created why I created it and how I would like to see it grow over the years. So my business was started, I feel like I have told this story a million times, but you may be new, you never know when you are catching this and getting it for the first time. But my business was started by accident, by pressing a go live button on my cell phone. Now, if you're listening to this in 2021, that doesn't seem all that exciting, because everybody can go live. We had no choice but to go live because of the pandemic. We were locked in our houses and people figured out, wait a minute, I need to stay connected to my folks. And the one way that you could do that was with live streaming. What does this have to do with my story? Well, in 2015, when live streaming first started becoming available to the masses, it was through an application called Periscope. And Periscope was subsequently brought out by Twitter. However, in the heyday of Periscope, you could go live from your cell phone and broadcast to the world with no middleman. And as long as people had the application, they would be able to discover you. And I was really at a place where I was trying to figure out tools and technologies to take back to the corporate workplace in order to improve how we deliver training. But a funny thing happened along the way. I realized that this was a very powerful tool to tell your story. While at the same time, I was falling in love with a brand new Broadway musical in the form of Hamilton. And there was a particular song on there that says, who lives, who dies, and who tells your story. Now, for me at the time, those words 
really, really resonated. So on the one hand, I'm trying to figure out how can I take training to the next level, take it back to the workplace, and then grow my career in the professional space where I was working. On the other hand, there was this gnawing feeling at me in terms of always being a high performer at work, always being the one that comes up with a new kind of solution on how we should do things, and then fighting against all of the red tape to get those things pushed through from people who don't necessarily want innovation, but they will put innovation in a mission statement. So I feel like this is rambling a little bit, but I need to give you a little bit of context and backstory so you understand a few key points in this story and maybe it can apply to you and where you are with what you are trying to do as a small business owner and you may not even know you're a business owner because that's where I was. So playing around with the live streaming, I realized that, hey, there is no middleman. There's no one who can say what I can broadcast, what I can't broadcast, what time I can broadcast, and how it needs to come across. The only real thing that I needed was a cell phone and a topic. So I started out by live streaming how to build online training programs because my background and the career was instructional design. So um, if you don't know what an instructional designer is, that's someone who works with subject matter experts. And everyone in some way, shape, or form is a subject matter expert. A subject matter expert typically has extensive knowledge in a particular topic. The problem with the subject matter expert is they're trying to teach people who are not experts. And it's difficult for them to break that information down in a cohesive way or in an organized way where they're not giving out way too much information that will make it almost impossible to apply. In steps the role of an instructional designer. What we are tasked with doing is taking that information, distilling it, filling out or figuring out what all of the objectives are that need to be achieved, and then we break that down into meaningful chunks. And we decide on what the instructional strategy will be. Are we attempting to get people to a new space in knowledge? Or is it a skill that they need or a brand new ability? And then based on that, we design whatever the training program will be. So that was a squirrel moment because I went way off track. Gave you way too much information about instructional design. However, where that was pivotal is as I was watching these live streams on Periscope, I started to realize that most people in some way, shape, or form were doing training. And I figured that my thing that I could live stream about was how to build a training program. That is my subject matter expertise. Long story short, um, this is not an instructional design podcast. Let's start there. The long of, long and short of it is I had maybe two people tune in to those broadcasts. Maybe five. And on a good day, ten. 
and I made a comment on a broadcast and that comment was I have this hobby that I am starting and it's making soap and one of my viewers that was on there said well you should show us that do that on a live stream and I didn't think about like how difficult it was or if I was an expert or not it was okay it's something to share on the broadcast I decided to go ahead and live stream. I went from having two to five people on my broadcast to over a hundred people watching live. And I was very nervous. I was not sure what exactly I was doing because remember, I was learning the craft at the same time that I was streaming about what it was that I was doing. Interestingly enough, That turned into what we now call Soap Nation. And I launched my very first online store in 2016 on the observance of Martin Luther King's birthday. And the entire time I live streamed the building of that particular business. We were also teaching at a library how to make your own natural skincare. And at the same time, people who were watching, they would see me teach at the library and they would say, hey, well, can you teach us too? Eureka. That is where Perry Soap School was born, which was then changed over to Live Soap School. This gave me an opportunity to leverage the instructional design experience. And then it also gave me the opportunity to really, really learn about what it took to build a business that was strictly online. There was no brick and mortar. There weren't vending shows and things that I was doing. It was strictly me connecting to my community by clicking a button online. And then that grew into websites. That grew into different Facebook groups. That grew into newsletters. And then from there, That's where we continue to start publishing books and courses. And then the pandemic hit. When the pandemic hit, uh, I was a single mom, right? So not was, (laughs) I'm a single mom. And as a single mom, like many moms out there, I was faced with a decision. My kids were now home 100% of the time for what we thought would be three to five months, but something told me that it was going to be longer and we soon found that that was going to be true. And I had this skill set of building online communities, teaching, as well as events. And in the matter of, or not the matter, but within a matter of a week, I had got four cancellations for conferences that I was scheduled to speak at. So I decided to produce my own virtual soap conference in April of 2020. So while most people were trying to figure out what it meant to pivot, within that first or second week of April, we were in a full-blown pivot, but it wasn't new. As an entrepreneur, we were always using tools that corporate America deemed as inappropriate, not professional, not tested, not secure enough. And 
one thing that I have found as a small business owner is that oftentimes you're told no or that it won't work, but you have got to stick to whatever your gut is telling you that you need to do. So we hosted it and it was extremely successful. But I took those lessons learned from producing that virtual event for myself, for Live Soap School, for Soap Nation. And then I applied it to other businesses to start my virtual experience design agency. And I knew that the world was shifting. I could feel it. People had to be brought online in a more consistent basis. Now, during this same time, I would say from March through May, we had started to train employees in the workspace on how to use the tools remotely. And I'll never forget, um, I said, we got to use Zoom. I used my own Zoom account. And that's a no-no because I don't know if you remember, but Zoom had all these security issues, but we were getting the results. We trained over 6,000 employees in a matter of two to three weeks on how to work remotely, how to build teams remotely. And it became crystal clear to me that those five years of leveraging technology, growing these businesses, was preparing me for the moment where I was going to finally leave my full-time job doing something that I had a skill set in. So in July of 2020, I turned in my resignation and completely focused on virtual experience design agency. Now, I didn't just jump out of the window with that and say, I'm quitting my job, I'm starting this business. Between March and July, I had successfully produced six virtual events. And those six virtual events became my referral network because the experience became the marketing. I didn't have to go on social media and share, hey, I'm doing this thing, if you need a virtual event, I would kind of post like here's a story of whatever but that wasn't the marketing the marketing was in the experience the experience of how an attendee felt when they got that welcome email how they joined uh, an actual event the speakers how we onboard them the exhibitors and all of that was done from years and years and years of experience before deciding to do an online business so This story will be continued because it is actually lunchtime. We have reached our destination, but I want you to, number one, I don't know the correct terminology for podcasting, but make sure that you subscribe wherever you are to hear the next part of this story and some of those lessons learned and how we are growing as a organization and um, the results speak for themselves. And one of the main takeaways I want you to have from this is you are a subject matter expert in something. You may not know what that thing is. However, if given the opportunity, you can take the time to really sit down and sit with 
what it is that you absolutely love doing, how you go about doing it, and how some of the jobs that you've had have impacted what you have done along the way, no matter what job you have been in, no matter what business you have created, there are some key things that are constant for you. Those things that were constant for me are teaching, innovation, and technology. Soap making happened to be one of those outcomes. Live soap school happened to be the other. And virtual experience design agency is the culmination of all of those experiences. And I'm sure there will be another chapter. Thank you so much for listening to my story. That's all I got. And I will try and keep them shorter. See you later.